I think it's going to rain and it's going to stop. This is I Am a Griefist, a childhood cancer grief journey podcast. July. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call this one. <laughs> so July, as a reminder for our listeners, is the baby's birth month. And <laughs> it feels like these three months are always like tough. Mm-hmm. How was July for you this year? It's been six years for us. And it still feels like yesterday. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Overwhelming for me because of what happened with Tank. And I really... So give us an update on Tank. How's Tank doing? Tank got her staples out yesterday. So she seems to be doing a lot better. She's still not putting a lot of pressure on her foot yet. She still can't be out of, like, out on her own doing whatever she wants. So she's basically crated most of the time. Mm -hmm. And most of the time wearing her cone. And because how big she is, I actually have... A separate cone on her, which she doesn't like that plastic cone. Oh, nobody does. The cone of shame. Yeah, she hates that thing. The other one I think is a little bit more comfortable for her. If I just put the cone of shame on her, she can still reach her leg. Yeah. Because she's so big and her legs are so long. She's lanky. So she can like pretzel backwards and get her leg if she wants. And so I bought a couple of them from Amazon. One which kind of looks like the kind... That you wear when you're going on an airplane to help you sleep. A donut. A donut, yeah. So she has a donut. The donut, along with her cone of shame, makes it more like she can't reach it that way. Because it's like a stop. Like a door stop. Yeah, it's almost (laughs) like that. It's both of them together that kind of helps so she doesn't reach it. So her... Her incision is actually looking really good. The doctor good. said that it's looking really, really good. There good. is an irritation on it, but the irritation, I think, is because of the staples that yeah, were in there. Yeah, And she did really well at the doctor's office, and they asked us for help when we were there, but it wasn't because she was creating a problem. It's because she's so big, and she yeah. wouldn't do what they wanted. Oh, that's funny. They wanted her to lay one way, and she laid another way. <laughs> so Steve had to go in there to help pick her up and put her the right way and she's she's my baby she really does like protect me she's always wanting to be around me anyway part of that is we have an upstairs and i can't have her upstairs she normally sleeps with us and i can't have her going up and down the steps so now she's downstairs and i've slept on the couch and you just don't sleep the same yeah it just doesn't it's not the same so it was rough i wasn't getting enough sleep and I just started feeling pretty sick because I'm not sleeping well. Yeah. And when I finally slept in my own bed, oh, my gosh. But I now I have the baby monitor. So if she moves, I'm still getting up maybe once or twice. I think last night I only got up one time. Nice. So it helps a whole lot when you can sleep through it. Right. And she seems to be doing okay. She just, to be honest, I think Great Danes, that's the way they are. They're people, dogs. Basically, they like they don't like to be alone. Oh, and Roscoe's gone, and Roscoe's oh, a part of it. So that's Roscoe. yeah. She, he, she's just like I don't even know how to explain it. When I open up her crate, all she wants to do is like lay her face in my like. She's just like oh, 
puts her head on your shoulder. Yeah, for a little thing. And and in the beginning, it was just, I know it was painful for her. I try to medicate her as much as I can (laughs) so that she could rest and that I could rest. So it's overwhelming already. And then everybody wants to do stuff for like my birthday and the baby's birthday. And I'm like, I can't leave her alone. I can't. And, And it's not that I can't. Because she's a pup, she's okay, it's fine. But she's a pup that's hurt, so it just added to everything else that was going on. So my overwhelming feeling, the tired that I am, it just, I think it was more emotional. When we came back on the baby's birthday, on the way home, it took us a long time to get home, and I bawled. Well, we'll get there. Let's Let's not talk about that just yet. So, we, we wrapped up Papa Steve last week. Yeah. That was rough hearing all of that. Had he told you all that before? So he's told me some stuff. The other stuff, it hasn't, we haven't actually verbalized some of that stuff because I think it's just hard to talk about that time period. Yeah. Period. I know that there was problems because I've said it all along. He said it's the D affected. word. Yes, he did. It's okay, though. I was right there. I was there, too, though. I mean, yeah. I really wasn't there. I but- can say the same thing. I really wasn't there. We but. went, my husband and I went to counseling. We had to go to counseling. Sorry if you guys hear the gardener back there. I, look, I, I we're out of a home shop. So, <laughs> like, this is just, we had tank barking before, even Roscoe in the background right, in some I of the know. episodes. So, sorry about the technology, guys. This is just what we're working with. But anyway, yeah, so we talk about this often that the relationships are affected. Yeah, so all of them. We, are. my husband and I went to counseling because one, he was concerned about my mental health, and then two, we weren't exactly communicating well. No. And it was taking its toll. So so me, I was angry as all shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I I wasn't mad at him, but heck, he's the closest person I had to pick on. So, And it wasn't that I picked on him. is that he expected certain things like, you know, I get him coffee in the morning. Well, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. I Who has time to even think? I don't even have time to make my own coffee. Yeah. And I don't have time to cater to him. I'm beat by the time I'm ready to go to sleep when I sleep. Yeah. And it just, I didn't even think twice about his needs at all. Well, and it wasn't purposeful. Yeah, and it wasn't purposeful. And no. I think he, he even said it himself, like, I wish I didn't take things so personally. Right. We can't blame him for. No. But he said also, you know, I should have been more understanding on both sides. Right. Right. And it's just, it's looking back, you can reflect hindsight's twenty twenty. But in the middle of it, I, can, I don't blame him for taking things personally. No, no, no. You can't. You can't. Because I wasn't even there. I wasn't. Yeah. I was not present. <sighs> The only thing I thought about what was going on with your sister and that baby and her brother, I didn't think about anything else. Yeah. So, and I know he felt it that, I mean, I'd get up and go and I didn't even, sometimes I wouldn't even say hi, good morning, nothing. Yeah. I know that I didn't. Yeah. But to be honest with you, there were days I know for a fact I didn't even take care of myself. Right. Right. So it's hard to think about others' needs or wants when you can't even do self-care for yourself. Right. Yeah. So there were times I know for a fact that I didn't eat all day. Yeah. Most of the time, everybody else was trying to take care of the baby and your sister and and we forgot. You know, yeah. there were times that we would try to take care of each other. But if you weren't around or anybody else wasn't around and it was just me, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's. 
It's so interesting to hear everybody's perspective. Yeah. Like, and I know, I'm sorry, listeners, I know that we're basically retelling all the same story right. over and over again. But the important part of it is we want to reach all of those that have been affected by this childhood cancer mm -hmm. journey. And although we experience the same trauma, we do it very differently. Yes. So it's really important. Like skip all the episodes that don't resonate with you. Fine. If you're a grandpa out there though, but you want to hear grandpa's perspective, go to Papa Steve, mm -hmm. right? Like that's the whole point. And again, I apologize if all of our stories are boring you now because they're basically, we're retelling the same things, but it's really important to hear from those who experienced it because it's different. And my husband refused to go to counseling and I asked him to. After the episodes? No. But, or during the cancer journey? During the cancer journey. Okay. And he said no? He said no. He's already had experience with counselors and he didn't care for it and he didn't want to go back. He didn't have the back. most positive experience right. with them. He did not have Fair a positive enough. experience. Yeah. But so, you can switch. Right? But, and <laughs> that's what I was trying to tell him in the first yeah. place, but he refused. And I don't have the tools to help us. I didn't know right. how to help myself. Right. How was I going to help him? Right, right, And I right. did seek my own counseling. Yeah. But it had nothing to do with the relationship I had with him. Or it did. You just didn't recognize it. It did. There was a lot of stuff. But when I was going in there, I was more preparing for how am I going to deal with her passing. Right, right. Before she passed, I was going to counseling because I didn't know how I was going to survive without her. Agreed. I so. get that. I totally get it. And I, and I think that was some motivation for me too, to go is like, how am I supposed to do this? Right. Am I doing it right? Are these thoughts that I have normal, right? Even, even the, when we talked about suicide, is that even normal or right. what, it, you know, what am I doing wrong? I don't feel comfortable in my own skin because I, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. I don't know what I'm doing. But I get it. But so, yeah, it's difficult to hear it again because I know we were going through a bunch of stuff, I guess. But I, to be honest with you, when I was going through it, I thought I was going through it by myself because it actually felt like he didn't care. Mm. And I'm hearing that it, he did. He did see what was going on, but he took a different perspective. He took it personal. Yeah. And even though we argued and I thought, OK, I understand I shouldn't even say I understand. I didn't understand why he was so angry. I didn't. It's It was almost like a, what do you mean? What is making you so mad? Mm. You know what makes me mad? Mm. I have a granddaughter that has cancer and she may be dying. So you're mad at what? Because I didn't do something or I... Because on the spectrum of issues, it was a non-issue, <laughs> yeah. right? I guess that was it. I just was like... What was the most important thing for me was not my his relationship. Feelings. Yeah, it was not. And I, sh and, and I shouldn't say that it wasn't his feelings because I do feel like I, I love that man and I care about him. But at the moment, I had nothing else. During that time period, there was no room for anything else. Yeah. And I wouldn't even say that you didn't care. It's just the focus was not on that. Like you that had was it, other I did things care, that yes. were I just at didn't the forefront have, in yes. your face. I need to deal with this pain, this grief, this yes, anger. This, there was too much whatever. pain. Yeah. There was any, too much Anything pain. on top of that was just compounding that. And you were like, I'm choosing to not 
worry and concern myself with, with these at right this now. time because I need to right. do this and yes. I'm not even doing this well. Right. So how can you do that plus something else better? You're not. It's just right. going to be worse. And it, you're absolutely right. I actually, you don't know because you've never experienced this before. There's nothing that prepares you right. for this cancer. Right. There's nothing. So going through it, you're going through it for the first time. I mean, and hopefully the only time. Right. Gosh. But I mean, you, there is no like book this, you know, this is what happens when your child is diagnosed. There's nothing that tells you how to prepare yourself emotionally. No. There's mentally, there's nothing out there that helps you prepare for that at all. I'm so, hoping that someone's working on this or taking this as <laughs> inspiration to go do something right. because, all the, well, and I don't even know if there's anything that could help you because everybody just does it differently. Right. So I don't know. It's just such, it's such chaos. It's just right. constant chaos. Well, this is just from my own perspective, constant chaos. And I don't even know how to manage my own chaos. Like, right. how do you deal? You just right. you do it. You just do it. <laughs> you just do it, but, or you don't like, you for do me, it, but I you didn't. don't do it. Well. I didn't do yeah. I didn't concentrate on my relationship with my husband. I did not, but it might also just be unrealistic to think that you could do it perfectly. No, that's true. Right. right. If you had like a roadmap, even there's bumps on the road, right? No uh -huh. matter what. I mean, it's true. life always, just happens. That's it. You can lose a Roscoe in the middle of it and right. then have to deal with that too. That's it. So it's, it almost seems like while we wish we could have had some level of guidance or some level of validation or reassurance that what we were doing was normal, I still don't, I still don't think it would have helped that no, much. None of it. I remember one time feeling like, gosh, I wish there were, there were clones of me so I could have all this time. But to be honest yeah. with you, if there was more of me, we would all be, I would be telling them, no, you start investigating do your research, go, be a doctor. go, yes, go do this, go do, <laughs> and it would still all be concentrated on what was going on with this cancer. Yeah. There was just, I don't, I don't know that anything could have been done yeah. differently. It's just understanding as a parent, a grandparent, a support team parent, because yeah. I think that's what Steve was more like the support team parent Yeah, that it has nothing to do with us our relationship it had more to do with the fact that i had no other thought than what was happening with her yeah i get it but what i was really i think more mostly surprised about is if you know steve he's a pretty quiet guy with emotions and feelings and he let it out yeah he did i i was so proud of him mm -hmm. because i know that was way out of his comfort zone Yes, but was, to, I'm telling you, Mihan, I know you say that's your stepdad, but he really does love you and he does this for you. I know. Like when when I was in college, he <laughs> I don't know how to say this without sounding like a gold digger, but he was always concerned for my safety and my well-being. Mm -hmm. So he was always making sure I was eating. He would always like take care of my car stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. Whenever my truck had needed new tires, he's like, don't worry mm -hmm. about it, Jack. I got it. Right. So he was just he's he's a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. But he actually I, feels it's his job to take care of like which the. I we are lucky to have him. Yeah, we really are. No, um, I, it was a total blessing for me. I, I totally understand that. I'm lucky that I have him. 
I can say that now, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not. I know, you know, he's not your biological father. You still have your biological father, and of course. It's not a replacement. It's not. It's actually like, it's going gonna to be weird. But if you ever watch that show, Sister Wives, it's no. like love multiplied. <laughs> When you guys say sister wives, it's weird. But um, it is love multiplied. Like it, I get it, the it I'm lucky not, to have. Yeah, he's not trying to take your father's place at all. Right. But he is trying to be that person that you can depend on. Absolutely. And that, that you know is going to take care of you. Absolutely. Yeah. And he has. And I know. And I know that. And I appreciate his support of mm-hmm. this podcast and coming on here. But I was just really surprised to see him open up. Yeah. And be vulnerable because Steve is a police no, officer. Yes, retired, he's, right? Yeah, he so he's got this machismo yeah. sort of macho man mm-hmm. mentality. Yeah, he's supposed to be the strong one. Yeah. He's, he's supposed to be the one that's the front line. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I think, oh my gosh, I think we had this conversation before we started this podcast. He's so used to being in control when he retired, <laughs> he retired as a supervisor. There's a reason why he knows yeah. he picks, he knows he understands he, right. but this cancer, we had no idea. And I was the same way. I, I make the big decisions. Mm-hmm. I mean, since I was a young kid, I had to make decisions because of the way we grew up at home. Mm-hmm. My mother's um, mental illness journey made it so that I had to be grow up really fast. So yeah. I had to make all the decisions. I had to take care of my siblings. And then once I had my own children, it was like, I know your dad had a hard time because I was very bossy, but I was used to that. Mm-hmm. I had to be that way. I had to make sure that we picked the right way. Yeah. We we did it the right way. Yeah. And I just feel like both of us together, when we're trying to be bossy because we're both used to people listening to us. And we're neither one of us are listening to each other. Yeah. You guys butt heads a little bit, but... Uh-huh. But you come out of it on the other side, and I'm glad you have and you had, just because you guys are really important to us. And yeah. So, did he say anything though that surprised you? So not surprised like me, but it know? was the it was the divorce part that kind of. I mean, I knew it because we were in such a bad place, but it did still surprise me to hear it from him because he never said it. So this was the first time you heard it. Well, I shouldn't say it's the first time I heard it because I felt it. I knew it. I knew that we were really bad. But that's the first time he's verbalized it. But he said it. He wasn't going to be the first one to ask. That makes me nervous. <laughs> it's okay. Because it it really was something that we should have. You guys have come so far, though. Yeah. Like, if yeah. it's a reflection of the strength of you two together, the love that you guys have, it's just... It, it just represents like the turmoil of what cancer can do to a family and the possibilities. Like he had said that like cancer destroys families. Yes. It absolutely 100% does. If you let it, you can sort of, and I'm trying, I'm, I'm also speaking on my ass a little bit too, but I almost feel like if you want to make it work, you will make it work. Right. But if you don't, if not everybody's in, then it's just not going to work. Right. So, but I get it. And the only reason why I feel like I can speak to it, too, is because, like I said, my husband and I had to go to counseling for it. We both mm-hmm. wanted it to work, but we were struggling. We were having a really hard time mm-hmm. and we needed help. We needed yeah. help because we couldn't do it ourselves. There was yeah. some there was some misfire. There were some miscommunications. There was like, no, this is what I'm saying, but this is what I mean. Well, you can't say what you mean. You just got to say what, you know, what you're trying to say. So it's just a lot of 
uncertainty, a lot of right. things that are unclear and, ugh. wow, but the D word, <laughs> that would have been really sad. It would have been sad. It would but have I'm been sad. It, it was happen. just, it would have been compounded grief oh because that's, gosh. that's a, the divorce is also another form of grief. Yeah. You'd have, you have to grieve that way. Relationship. Yeah. yeah, for sure. That was crazy. I liked his Susie story. <laughs> oh my gosh, that guy. He really, <laughs> as you can tell, Steve is very um He's very a confident. fun guy. Yeah. He's funny. He's a very confident person. So Do you think that's a true confidence or do you think that's like No, he just a really front? does. You <laughs> No, he really does feel like all eyes are on him all the time. <laughs> Hey, and he's really loud. loud. Yeah. He's really loud. Yeah. He's so, yeah. If he's not, if the eyes aren't on him, he's going to make sure. <laughs> and I'm the opposite. I don't like eyes on me. I, yeah, I would I'm going to be a, when I walk in the room, I'm a fly on the wall. I pay mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. I don't even want people remembering my name. Right. <laughs> right. So I was, I really, really feel like his confidence is such a just dealing with this world is such a good thing to have because mm-hmm. he you know he, he lightens he, the mood a he bit. does yeah, he does tension he, in a room yeah. and yeah. to be honest with you gosh i say that too much you to do. be honest with you um and oh my gosh and oh my gosh <laughs> um my husband is a light for me oh and he makes me laugh yeah, I told my husband if he ever stops making me laugh, we're going to have issues. He, my <laughs> husband actually, so Steve was like, so basically anybody could have taken that job as long as they made you laugh. You would have married anybody that made you laugh. I'm like, no, that's not true. But he does. He has a, a way about him like, I don't know how to explain it. You have to be happy about life to be able to make fun of life. And I feel like he has this. I don't think he takes anything too seriously. Right. Right. And that's. But he's a serious guy. He is. He really is. And the other thing is, is he's, he is also an emotional person. And I never. I wouldn't have thought that. No. Uh-uh. No. But Not before but I knew, recording. Yeah. No. After we got married, a lot of things that I thought, oh, my gosh, where did this all come from? Because I just thought he just had this different attitude about what life is about. And. Mm. And he's just as emotional as I am for some things. And I didn't realize that. And I, I know. am super emotional. And I'm sitting here watching you cry. And then he cries. And then he cries. And then you cry. Right. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you, did you, did you, did you? But it was good. I was, I loved his stories. I like that he has examples for everything. I love that he has such experience just in the world. And I was really intrigued to hear more about you know, his his life as an officer and how that may or may not have. Oh, my God. He's dealt with the worst of the worst. Oh, my gosh. And seen so many bad things like you watch 48 hours, you watch 2020. Yeah. I've heard some of these things that he's come home with, with these murders. And especially like when children pass away, it's heartbreaking, yeah. heartbreaking, because it's like sometimes it's their own parents. Yeah. And it's awful how in the world we're dealing with a i mean not during that same time period but i think about that we have a child that we just adore and love and why does she have to be the one that gets the cancer i mean i don't wish that on anybody i was telling my husband like cancer shouldn't be for the good people it should be like for the people that do wrong or 
like the Jeffrey Dahmers or whatever. He should have died of cancer and not like, you know what I'm trying to say? That's like the worst of the worst. Yeah. But he said, why would we need need jails if God's going to take care of that for us? Yeah. It's just, it's just wrong in all kind of ways. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. So what else what else from his episodes were interesting to you? Um I think that was the the biggest thing was that one. Okay. Because again I I already knew it cuz I I experienced it myself but <laughs> yeah. It wasn't a surprise but it was still to hear him talk about it was a surprise I guess yeah. that he was yeah. able to talk about that. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. We just we just opened the world to people on this podcast. <laughs> so Let's go back into July then. Let's wrap up July. We're coming to the end. So this is her birth month. This is your birth month. Mm -hmm. How does July compare to May? So I want to say in the beginning, I think just May's worse. July just reminds me of what could have been if she was alive. So it would have been her 14th birthday. So it's all of these. She should have been this tall. She would be starting this school. Her little changes. I see all the other great kids are changing their their face shapes. Everything just because they're, they're growing up. They're growing up, mm-hmm. and hers will always be the same. Yeah, that's so so weird. It's just so weird to think about. But yeah, I would have to agree with you that May I think has a more profound impact on me and my everyday than July. But July isn't like better. It's, right. it's like, I can't say it's better. It's just not as bad right. as May. I feel like May has the most trauma. Yeah. I feel like May has all the negativity around it. And July is a time to celebrate still, celebrate her birthday. But I just don't know how I feel about July because it's it's still like we're celebrating without her. Right. We're That's c- the thing is celebrating without her. And I don't even like, even on mine, I didn't want to celebrate my birthday at all. Well, I'm glad I didn't get you anything. <laughs> I think the biggest thing is the, I was too tired with everything that was going on with the tank. And yeah. It was just so overwhelming. I just felt like, I don't feel like celebrating at all. Yeah. Yep. 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 I get that. But you know what? She wouldn't want us to be sitting here not doing anything for her birthday. Shoot. You want to hear something funny? What? So I was talking to my therapist last week. Last week? And she asked me, how do you think she would feel seeing you like this? Right. And I said, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't tell her shut up. But I basically said, you can't ask me that because it makes me mad. And I started to get emotional. Uh And she was like, okay. But she afterwards, she was like, thank you for telling me that because I know your triggers. I'm getting to know you and your triggers so that we don't trigger you because that does fucking piss me off. Or, or it's like when people say, would she want to see you like this today uh-huh. if you're not doing well? You can't fucking ask me that because she's not fucking here. Right. right. I'm cursing right now because it pisses me off uh-huh. that you're even asking me that. Like, don't. It's almost like a guilt trip. Right. Like. I'm supposed to feel a certain way because she wouldn't want me to feel this way. Right. Sure. But you can't talk to me about that. Right. You don't talk to me about that. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, but it is, it does feel like a guilt trip sometimes when you're, when you're down and you're out and you feel like shit and you, somebody's trying to pull you out from the down and out. Yeah. And I get where their heart is, 
But don't ask me that because it's only a reminder that she's not here. You're only re-emphasizing why I'm pissed off about what's going on right now. So I'm going to just throw this in there because I think it, it would be okay for you to ask me about how my mom who passed older would have wanted me to live my life. But not when it comes to a child. It just seems like the weird thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm it not seems about like a that. Thing to say. I I don't I don't like that. Clearly, I don't like, like when that. I'm gone and they say, "How would your mom feel about that if you were sitting there crying?" That's well, she's what... my mom. She's supposed to like, you know, Miha. You know, the life lessons, right? right? Get, I, pull me I out. I love and... you more than anything in this world. So I would not want you sad on my birthday. I wouldn't want you sad on your birthday because I'm not there. That's not realistic. I wouldn't. But you have to understand that. <laughs> I want the best for you, and I sure. just want you to be happy. And but it doesn't work for the baby. I, it but doesn't it's work unrealistic. For me for the baby. Well, let's talk about that because it's unrealistic for me to be happy that you're gone, Mom. I understand, but the reality is, is the reality I mean, my is, don't parents are tell gone. me that my so and so is gonna feel a certain way because I'm down and out. <laughs> no, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> so for you, it doesn't matter. No. For me, don't ask me. So don't that's ask just, me. that's not just a that for you. It's a stupid thing that people say. Oh yeah, you don't agree. Well, no, because I feel like, <laughs> like I said, as my parents, I think it kind of helped to hear my when my dad passed away. He was the first one to pass, and even though I didn't want to hear anything about anybody reminding me, I didn't want anybody saying stupid shit. I, right. I really didn't. But to say that my dad would have wanted me happy, hell yeah, he wanted to want me. Because that's all he did was trying to take care of me. Maybe. I mean, he wasn't perfect growing up. but it... Yeah, of course. Everybody is going to want to say, this person wants the best for you. This person exactly. loves you. They won't don't want you sad. Right. Sure. I roll. Yeah. yeah. Sure. That's a general fact. Mm-hmm. But don't try to make me feel guilty mm-hmm. that I'm not in a better place right, right. now. But I don't think that's what people are she trying to do to make you feel she guilty. She wouldn't want you to feel this way. No, Go I hear fuck saying, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't talk to me like you know her. Like that I think that might be it. Don't talk that's to it. me as if you know her. Yeah. And don't ta- like don't make me feel guilty. Like I can't reiterate that enough. It's almost a guilt trip. Well, what's weird is because if you really wanted to know for her, for the baby, she would want to be here. Not just you happy. She would want to be with With us. her family. With her family. Yes. Yeah. I can't. So shove it. That's what's <laughs> hard about this whole thing is our children would want to be with us. Yeah. Not in pain. Not, Not suffering. in pain. Not suffering. Not in pain. And if we're supposed to believe that they're like in our spiritual world and, you know, in religion, they're still with us. It's just hard sometimes. Yeah. It's just really hard. As much as I want to believe and know in my heart that she's here, I know she's here. I we see her all the time. I can't wait to tell you but how we saw her on her birthday. The same. I know. Huh? I said I can't wait to tell you how we saw her on her her birthday. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. Let's hear it. We digress though. I know people want the best for us in general. They right. don't want us to feel sad in general, but that doesn't help. No. Doesn't help. So let's talk about your birthday. You said you were you didn't want to celebrate anything. Was that because it was coming up on her birthday too, or was it just Tank? I think it was a lot to do with the fact that I wasn't sleeping very well yeah. and everything that was going on. It was just so overwhelming. Your brother okay. still 
came over, so it was really yeah, nice. Yeah, he came and did a barbecue for you. Yeah, so that was really nice. Seeing the grandkids was super nice. I still see... We're not on lockdown, so right. we can still hang out. Angelina's sister is just what is it eight months apart from the baby mm -hmm. so seeing her was like oh my gosh She's i so still grown. feel yeah I, I still feel like they have this connection they were really close so seeing her is almost like bittersweet yeah but i love how she's growing and she's just becoming her own person yeah. and her she's she's the artistic one so yeah. she's still they're all oh artistic gosh. i know they <laughs> all the are but she's got one. yeah so she's just, she's so beautiful and she looks like her mom. She looks like us. It's just it's weird. It's weird to see yeah. all that. Yeah. But yeah, so it does my heart good. At the same time, it reminds me that the baby would be about that size mm. and the baby, it's so yeah, weird. all of that. It's so, so weird. But they would have their little secrets that, you yeah. know, you would see one whispering in the other one's ear all the time when they were growing up when they were younger. And yeah. it was just, they it's like they had their own little secret world. And, yeah. And it was nothing. And they probably just laughed about the weirdest things like little girls do. Yeah. yeah, but so we sort of planned a birthday festivity for the baby this year, or Jess did. Again, mm -hmm. this is just reiterating what we've said that sort Jess sort of leads the pack. Right. We and just try we to just follow. follow and and it's not just follow we willingly want to participate in anything that she allows us to participate mm -hmm. in and so we had gone stand-up paddle boarding near where i live and really enjoyed it and so uh -huh. it's really peaceful it's really beautiful out there the baby loved the beach the baby loved the water yes. so it was it was kind of it was kind of nice so jess told the family hey guys let's do stand-up paddle boarding for the mm -hmm. baby's birthday everybody took off work and mm -hmm. it was on a friday we headed down rented some stand-up paddle boards went into the harbor and it was the first time for my brother and uh, i think one of the kids because the other we had already gone with two of them before and i think his wife hadn't done it before so it was it was new to some of us but you know, and my husband my husband came and he hadn't done it before either but it was peaceful. It was beautiful. We got to see some sea life. We got to go really close to the sea lions and they were oh, barking nice. and burping. And, <laughs> and it was fun. But then they went out into the open ocean and I panicked. I freaked out. <laughs> I didn't go. I turned around. I was like, I'm not doing this. I like where it's safe. I don't yeah. want to die. Not today. Not today. <laughs> I don't like the open water. I'm afraid of sharks. I know there's probably not any sharks out there, but it's possible, especially <laughs> when you see these videos online where like these swimmers are out in the ocean, which I saw yesterday. Swimmers out in the ocean and there's like a, a shark swimming underneath them Ooh. and they have no idea. Ooh. Yeah, I saw that. They had a drone up. Oh. And it was capturing them down there and there was a shark nearby and they like it swam up to them and wow. around them and they had no idea. Wow. Yeah. I don't like not seeing no. what's under me in the mm -hmm. water. So I like the harbor because it's pretty shallow in most areas. Like there's they call it um, the sandbar. Oh. Because the the water only goes like four feet deep. Okay. And you can see like crabs mm -hmm. and shells and so it's kinda cool just to be able to paddleboard near there. 
But it was really cool. Jess said that she was trying to get some seashells, and as soon as she tried to scoop one up, it would move. Like, it would crawl <laughs> it was away. Still, it was still connected. <laughs> it wasn't a seashell just yet. It was still alive. So that was great. But then they, they like I said, they went out into the open water. Even the kids went out to the open water, and I stayed back. And I was like, do 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 by myself. <laughs> so it was, it was just peaceful. And I, I kind of... I don't know if I'm still depressed, but I'm I'm kind of okay with just being by myself a little bit Ah. and, you know, steering away from the pressure, peer pressure of going out. But mom didn't go. No, I I don't swim. I can't swim. She can swim. She has a pool. So there was something that happened to me when I was a young kid. And then my husband and I, when we went on a cruise ship, we tried kayaking for the first time. And that didn't turn out really well. Our kayak <laughs> overturned. So we're not, I'm not that excited about that. Right. I will try it. I just didn't want to try it that day. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that at all. And again, we can't spend that much time away from Tank. I had one of Steve's boys was going to watch her for me, but it's not the same. I yeah. and, and he does a really good job. He's so good with her. She loves him and it's fine. Mom has a control issue. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I do. So I wanted to go, but I just, that wasn't on my radar to be like, woohoo, this is really yeah. exciting for me. But next time, maybe I'll do it. Uh, the other thing is that I, when your sister was leaving that morning to go out to, by your place to do the paddleboard, I asked her, are we going to be releasing balloons or anything? Mm-hmm. And she said, bad for the environment don't do it (laughs) yeah so we've switched up balloon releasing because she said you know what be kind of cool is to but she only mentioned it like half thought like maybe we could do like paint on rocks or something so (laughs) So what does mom do i went and research ran all over the place looking for some paint that'll work for rocks Uh or stone uh and before we went out there we went to the store we went to one of our local craft stores and bought the paints and i had a bag of rocks already at I think you guys already had some yeah so mom did not do the stand-up paddle boarding but she did meet us out there to have lunch Uh we went to the cheesecake factory right that was good it was really good so mom had some time to plan and get her rock thing going before we were done paddle boarding and met us out there yeah so you found some paints Found the paints and I had the rocks already because I was using rocks to line some of my pots where I'm trying to grow some, basically some dragon fruit that I've never even heard of before. But now all of a sudden it's an important thing for me to have. (laughs) So I had a whole bag left over. So I thought, let me just take this. It's got some really smooth rocks. So I had the rocks, we bought the paints and then I thought, okay, well, if nobody wants to do it, it's okay. I'll just bring it back with me. It's not that big a deal, but... Because we were going to just leave from the restaurant. Yeah. Everybody was saying, oh, we're done. Yeah, and so, then your sister remembered because I said, hey, I brought these. But I just, like, mentioned it just in not, passing. Not just in yeah, passing. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, oh, yeah, aren't we going to do that? And it turned out really well. Yeah, the- we so we went out on the front lawn, put out some blankets, put up some umbrellas, put on some music, and just started painting rocks. And But before we started painting rocks, what when we were eating. Oh, my God. Something happened. Something happened. Do you want to tell it? So I'd rather you say it. Okay. So we connect with butterflies. Mm -hmm. It's on our logo. We have a butterfly. I'm looking at it right now. So we're all sitting. So there's 10 of us. It's Joe's family of five. It's you and Steve, me, Jess, and my husband. And we're at the table and there's a white butterfly that's... Before the white butterfly, though, 
there's a song. They're playing music in That's there. That's right. So they have an ambiance. So we sat outside. I should mention that too. So we sat outside and the ambiance is beautiful. You're in the marina. You're, it, you've got all these boats around you. Mm-hmm. It's perfect weather. It was warm. It was, it was warm, warm, but we were in shade. Yeah. So it was perfect. COVID safe. <laughs> and so they're playing music. And then Maroon 5 Memories song comes on. And what's interesting about that song is it's about loss, losing people. Mm-hmm. And then that was on uh, Monica the Medium's playlist as you enter into her event when oh. I went. So I'm listening to this song and it just brings back because I had gone to Monica the Medium because of the baby. Mm-hmm. It made me start thinking of the baby. And like at that very moment, a white butterfly comes and starts flying at the end of the table where Joe is and his wife and the kids. And it's just flying like in the middle of the table, right? Just like around it, like them. Like it's each one of us. I yeah. feel like it got close to each one of us at yeah, that table. At the end of the table first. And Joe's wife was like, hey, look, it's a butterfly, uh-huh. you know, and both like, oh, that's so cute. And then it goes from that end of the table and it flies over to our side of the table right. and just goes right in front of us and hovers and hovers and goes and then finally flies away. Yes. But it made a point to make it all around the yes, table it did, which during weird. that song, which was super like emotional. So the song in itself, I, I actually bought it i purchased it uh-huh. so i have it on my playlist uh-huh. before yesterday before or yesterday. before before uh, the lunch before the lunch okay. so it was way before so after yeah. the baby passed i remember hearing it and i yeah. thought oh my gosh it just totally reminds me of her yeah so my husband hadn't heard it though oh or at least maybe he's heard it but didn't really listen to the words or it didn't relate to him sure. at the time sure it's not on his like playlist. He uh-huh. listens to different type of music. Yeah. So he yes, to Motown. <laughs> <laughs> on the way home, what do you want to finish? Well, that, that was that was really it. It was like we were sort of in shock right. that this butterfly came, and it could have just like came in. And butterflies do; they just yes, pop in and then pop out. Right. But this one felt different. It did. Feel this different. one felt like it was a hello from heaven mm-hmm. as monica the medium says and it was during that song that's what amazed me because i heard that song first and i always hear it when i hear it it always reminds me of her so i always get like choked up a little bit when mm-hmm. i hear it but not so much to cry just mm-hmm. like oh my gosh you know yeah it's so nice because it's her birthday and we're out here for her that's cool but once the butterfly came it was like what is this? Yeah. This is crazy. So I started choking up. Like, I couldn't help it. Like, yeah. I I was like, ugh. <sighs> and then right. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can't stop this. And then right. I just sort of cried to myself a little bit. But it was just so sweet. And it really did feel like she visited us that yes. day. Yes, and it did. It was like, it was just beautiful. It was just like the best quote unquote ending to that lunch or that day you know if that if we didn't do anything else that that could have just just been it yeah so it was awesome on the way home though after we were done with everything is where did you want to talk about a little bit about how we were the drawing or yeah so we we get back to the house after lunch and 
laid out all the blankets and put some chairs out, put the music out. The weather was hot. It was hot, but we got some umbrellas and made some shade for ourselves. And then we just started decorating all the rocks and it was, everybody just did their own thing. We have the kids make their own, you know, write some notes on there. I, I think I shared a few on my stories on Instagram, but I, we put the dates on there. We put, you know, how much we loved her and missed her on those rocks. And I think where are they going? Where are those rocks going? They're going to go in the garden that I have for the baby. Mm, perfect. Yeah. And I'm glad I put the date on there so I know which ones those were for. <laughs> but I specifically wrote one because I have a note from her that basically says, always remember me. Aww. And I and I wrote on mine, I will always remember you, beautiful. Aww. So I drew one. I, I put an I win rock. Because we have that I love you, I win battle. So I did one of those. And then I thought I did something else, and now I can't remember. But what did you put? I put one that said, I am always here. Mm. One that said, believe. One that said, happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday was the other Mm. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just started feeling overwhelmed at one point, just thinking about the the fact that she's not there and we're celebrating Mm -hmm. her. and Mm -hmm. Celebrating for her because she can't celebrate herself. And she was there. I mean, if we're supposed to believe that, then she was there. (laughs) But it's not the same. It's not. I mean, there are times that I feel like, oh, my gosh, this is so awesome. Her signs and this is such a blessing to be able to have that. And sometimes it's just not enough. Yeah, I agree. It's just not the same. Yeah. I would rather it be very different. Yeah. But in, in those moments, I do appreciate the small things. Of course, we appreciate I, the I do things. appreciate the butterfly. I do appreciate that the fact that we as a family came together and spent time together. That uh-huh. lunch was fun. And I saw the butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> well, you couldn't miss it because it was right there. Right. Yeah, I she wonder, made sure I, we didn't miss it. I wonder what Joe, Uncle Joe, would have to say about I that. Know. We didn't ask him. I know. <laughs> So, I mean, her birthday, she would have been 14. I hate saying would have. I hate that. But she would be going into high school this coming fall. Right. But it's just like, it's it's just still unbelievable. It's still unbelievable that we've come this far, that we're six years out. Yeah. That we've survived somehow. But I think what what Steve said that really resonated with me is... How he said, as long as we continue to say their name, they continue to live. Yeah. And so we do all that constantly. And she's a part of everything we do. And if that's all I can have of her, then I'll take it. I'd rather have that than nothing at all. Right. So. So I just wanted to tell you that when we were on the ride home, like I said, it's far. So it's not that far, but it's, it's far not. in traffic, Friday traffic, LA and LA traffic. is bad. Yeah. So we it's were no in joke. LA traffic, and my husband was talking about, you know, the butterfly, and we were talking about that. And I said, well, how about the song? And he goes, I didn't recognize the song. So I found it on my playlist, and I started playing it for him, but I also started showing him what the words are or telling him what the words are because you can hear it in the song but I was singing the songs but also just voicing the words Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. singing the song but voicing the words so that he could hear why it affected me so much and I guess that's all I needed and I just started just 
missing that girl so much and crying. And I swear, if I had a punching bag in front of me, I would have hit it because I was so bad. Just like, just can't stand the fact that she's not here. It makes no sense that she's not here. I hate cancer. I hate what it does to kids. I hate what it does to our families. I know I can't change anything, but it still makes me so angry. Amen. I'm with you. I know it was a tough day, but it was still a beautiful day. It was like, a beautiful day. It's hard It's hard to see the beauty through anger sometimes. And I'm so glad that we were able to do even just the rocks. And again, just just said it in passing and I thought I'm going to run with it. Mom goes 100%. <laughs> because yeah. I just needed like a little idea. Tell me what it is yeah. that we could do because... I like releasing the balloons because I like feeling like she sees them because <laughs> they're going up in the sky. Yeah. But I know she's right about the environment. I understand. And I know that's important to her. And I don't want to do something that it's not. If I was celebrating by myself, I'd still release a balloon because I understand it's bad for the environment. But I don't care. <laughs> Other people do it. Mom, you and I can release a balloon together. <laughs> just don't tell her. <laughs> but I just feel like everything that we do, I think we're just trying to. Do the best that we can, and I get it. I need to be grateful for everything, but still, it doesn't take away the fact that she she died of cancer, and I can't stand it. And yeah. we're not any better off than we were. Maybe we are. I just don't feel like we are. Like we were 100 years ago, 50 years ago. We should be a lot better with cancer. We should have had that beat. Well, anything else we want to mention about July? It's almost done. <laughs> it's almost done. On to July. August. <laughs> You have to think about that. <laughs> Look, during during these times, I don't feel like my brain functions properly. No, and that's the other thing, too. So. The other thing, too, is we. I think there are times that I am in a brain fog. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think brain fog is an easy way to, or a nice way to say some of the stuff when she was battling. I was, Yeah. I don't even know how I got up sometimes right. or even slept sometimes because I think that was yeah. the biggest thing. I, I worked this the last week before her birthday and I, I definitely felt the fog get bigger and, you know, more dense, more dense, mm-hmm. more dense throughout the week. I try not to work her. Yeah. Her birthday, I try not to work her even I birthday I took the day week. off, yeah. but I, I think I might need to take a couple days. Yeah. I try not to work that but whole week. I got a four a three day weekend because it, her birthday landed on a Friday this year. So yeah, that was that and was with nice. everything that happened with Tank, I took the whole month off. Yeah, that's right. Because I had to. Yeah. So that helped a little bit, but All right. Well, I think that wraps this one up. Oh my July! <laughs> Gosh, I want to tell people that it gets better, but I mean, sometimes, sometimes it doesn't. Though sometimes, don't be surprised that it's bad and if you can just survive the day and celebrate or do something for yourself or do something that helps you to celebrate your child best but don't get down on yourself if you end up like we are like it just sometimes you just break down and it's okay that's normal I think it's normal maybe it's not normal but I think it's our normal because she's just a baby she was still a baby and i know she was seven when she passed and she would say she's not a baby but (laughs) i can hear her saying it right now Mm -hmm. she's not a baby but i still feel like that's just so unfair yeah and to concentrate on that i know is not healthy to concentrate on that and sometimes i don't concentrate on that but this time i did yeah Yeah, this time i did well here's to the ones that we got 
<laughs> Here's to the ones we were wish were here but are not. Because those drinks bring back all the memories. <laughs> memories bring back memories. <laughs> bring back you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll end it on that. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> Love right. you. Love you. Talk you later. Bye. 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 Love you.